0: That's bluenile.com.
1: Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of a parent trying to dispatch their kid. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, entitled mother leaves her children in the kids section of a department store. We're going back in time to 2004 when I worked at a chain department store. Let's just call it Le Bon Bon. I was 22 years old at the time and floated between the departments. That evening, I was covering the kids' department by myself, facing and folding, fixing the tables, checking the changing rooms, etc. A woman with three small children, let's say three, five, and seven if I had to guess, were at a table pulling out t-shirts to hold them up and then tossing them back in crumpled heaps, forming a pile. Her kids joined in, making a mess as well. Ugh! I'd have to straighten and fix the entire table. The woman and her kids move along. I fix the table, which takes some time before returning to the counter. I hear kids laughing and shrieking. Close to the counter in the kids section we had a little round sitting area facing a wall of TVs. Various kid friendly shows played on low volume on each screen. It was a chaotic scene to behold. The three kids were there jumping and climbing all over the short benches. No mother in sight. I do a quick search and cannot find her. I get my manager next. LP is pulled in. We talk to the kids who are super hyper to get their mother's name. We call her over the loudspeaker. We wait. No one comes. Our LP contacts mall security. They call her over their loudspeaker. Ten minutes later, she comes storming in, furious, a bag from another store and a huge cup from the food court in her hands. She demands to know why we called her. We explain the situation with her kids being left unattended in our store. She flips out, stating that the girl, she points at me, is there to watch kids in the kids section, and that's why there's a big wall of TVs there. It's so mothers can go shopping stress free lp and my manager tell her that's not how it works she asks if we have any idea what it's like to go out shopping with three young kids in tow she is frothing at the mouth at this point her kids are tearing up tables again running and screaming having a blast she's asked to leave and throws her cup of soda at the floor before we can do anything else she grabs up her smallest child and shrieks at them that they're leaving the bonbon is the most horrible place ever and she'll be calling corporate about our misconduct It's been 20 years. Sometimes I still wonder how those kids turned out. I think it's pretty safe to assume considering how they were acting and the way that they're parented, they probably went on to be the next generation in a long line of Karens. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you guys enjoy these stories of entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my boyfriend's mom insists he's replacing his family with mine, my female 20, boyfriend, male 19, wants to move in with me. We decided on moving into my parents' house because I have my own bathroom, a larger bedroom, and the downstairs kitchen and living area. At his house, we would only have his room and a shared bathroom, so obviously this is more ideal for us two and my cat. We've been dating 11 months and are happy and in love. We just want to have more time together since we live about an hour apart. When my boyfriend told his mom he was moving out, she absolutely lost it. He did tell her in the middle of an argument about another topic, which he has acknowledged was wrong and apologized for, but she has not forgiven him and still brings it up. She cried and they talked it out together. He cried too, but she proceeded to text him later and tell him how she's done trying and they win, referring to my family. Ever since this, things in his house have been awkward, especially on his car rides to work where he carpools with his mom. The more they talk about it, the more upset she seems to get. She has told him that. He is replacing his family with a new one. His brother feels like he's trading him for new brothers. Our relationship is one-sided and we only do what I want to do. She has nothing left. She has another son. It's a bad idea because he won't continue to work toward the career he wants. She didn't do Thanksgiving for the rest of their family and won't be doing Christmas either. He won't talk to her anymore if he moves. My opinion about the whole ordeal is she has the boy-mom mindset. Because she isn't married and hasn't been in a long time, I think that she has that weird boy-mom relationship with him to replace the husband she doesn't have. I also think everything she's doing and saying is very manipulative. I think she just wants him to stay home no matter what it takes and what she has to say. I feel like there is so many details I'm missing, so please feel free to ask questions. I was really looking for advice on what to do or say to someone who claims they are not mad at me but continues to act this way when i take her son from her personally i feel like op's pretty on the money here i think it's clear they're just very attached to their kid they kind of want to baby them and control them for the rest of their lives but maybe birds gotta fly the nest at some point right i guess i would say just try to be understanding about why she's feeling like she is and understand that she's just acting out Rather than be so quick to burn that bridge, I mean, if they just keep it up constantly, I get it, but you know, once he's actually moved out and things have hopefully settled down a bit, give it a chance to come around. Hopefully, they'll still value having a reasonable relationship with their kid over going completely nuclear on this. Our next story is, my father arranges a date without my consent. Hi, this just happened. I, 21-year-old male, received a message from my father, 45-year-old male, during my work time. So when I got out of the job, I opened the chat, and this happened. Father sends a photo of a girl and says, Liked her? I'm arranging something for you. Don't tell your mother. Seeing this, I already knew where this was going, so I try to say something to make him not do anything. I said, she is beautiful, but you don't need to do anything. He replies, I already did. You're going to take her for a dinner. I said, why did you do this without knowing if I wanted? I don't want a date for now. He said, I showed your photo and she liked. Are you in grief? probably referring to my old relationship. I said, no, I just don't want to. He said, what? I don't get it. I said, I just don't want to have a girlfriend for now. I want to make my driver's license first. He replies, who said getting a girlfriend? Just get her to the dinner. So after this, I tried to reason using the money for the license as excuse. I said, but I don't want to. I'll end up with no money for the license if I do this. He says, I'll give you money. Crap. I reply, yesterday I went out with my friends knowing that I will not waste any money if I made this. He says, I'll give you money. I said, you don't need to do this, I don't want to go. He replied, are you afraid of women? I said, no, I just don't want to date someone against my will and with someone that I never interacted with. He said, you like women. I said, and? He said, you like women? I'm asking. I said, of course. He replies, okay. Yes, he thought I was gay for a brief moment just because I rejected it. The only thing that I want for now is focusing on getting my driver's license to get a better job. Poor OP has to deal with that. I think especially in recent times...
0: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at Byheart.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes.
1: Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt.
0: Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
1: Times there are an increasing number of people that aren't really looking for relationships, I think we've gotten to a point where you start having enough rationalization to understand that relationships usually are temporary and are going to take up a lot of your time and money and if you're working on any kind of aspirations, a lot of people don't want to deal with that until they're ready. Let alone the, I assume, incredibly low number of people that would be totally on board with getting an absolutely blind date set up for them and scheduled out of the blue. Our next story is, my dad, 51-year-old male, controls my 21-year-old female, money, and I don't know what to do. I'm 20-year-old female, and my dad is controlling over my money. He tells me he wants me to save up for the future. The other day, he took $500 from me without telling me. Is this allowed? I offered to pay for rent. I asked him about it, and he was like, I already took $500 from you, thank you. I'm not mad about that, but he didn't tell me that he was going to do it. Anyway, I'll get college refund money from the school, and I work. Sometimes he'll ask me to go to the bank and hand him a couple thousand every few months to hold for me. I still have to ask permission to spend my own money. He just wants me to save money. He says he wants me to save up my money so I can buy land in Gambia. I don't like that he tells me what I do with my own money. He got mad at me once for referring to my money as my money. Yesterday, as a joke, he was like, I should start spending my 19 year old brother's money, right? He believes that I owe him just for existing. He recently told me, I don't owe you nothing, you owe me. I said, Dang, because I didn't ask to be alive. He never gave me money as a kid, and now that I make money, he wants me to spend money on some of my siblings? I'm the oldest of 10 kids. I don't even have a car yet. He's been making that so hard. I want to move out, but that's going to be so tough. I'm Muslim, West African, female, living in Washington state. People like me are subservient to doormat abuse by their family. I want to move out against my dad's wishes, but I'm worried about the damage of our relationship. He's toxic, emotionally and physically abusive, but I'll feel so bad if I do decide to leave. One thing that annoys me is that he gets mad when I come home late. Even 4pm now is considered late. My younger brother can come home at midnight just because he's a guy. I take public transportation home and I always feel safe, to be honest. I used to come home late and he didn't say anything. Why now? I have no peace and freedom here. He doesn't openly appreciate my siblings and I, and he's always finding reasons to be angry and complain. This guy has a short temper. He has a good heart and some reasons he complains are valid, but he just does it the wrong way. He just gets ticked randomly and will snap at us. That's why every one of his kids and wives, including me and I'm the oldest, are scared of him. And also, when it's dark, no one bothers me on my way home. Even though my city has all these bad people and crackheads, my dad lost his wife three years ago and I'm the only girl in my family. He wants me there to be a female role in the house, to do the cooking, cleaning, and managing and splitting chores for my siblings. I don't even have time for myself. I'm at school now and I'm already planning what I should cook for my dad to eat. I don't even eat much myself and I always have to cook large amounts for my big family. What should I do, internet? If I decide to just move out of my parents' house, I feel like that will affect my family and my West African community here. I'm tired of the abuse, though. I've always thought about moving out, but I've just been scared. If I move out, people in the community will talk and I'll feel bad for my dad. African parents will cry for you when you leave, but they ignore you and make you feel bad about yourself. Like, what? Really, I think there's two paths forward for OP, the path where they go on their own independent route as long as they can support themselves, or they stick around for the sake of their family and be everything that they seem to hate, subservient, cooking, doing all the chores, giving money as asked of you, I'm assuming OP's parentified being essentially the mom to all their younger siblings. I think you either fight for your independence or you live under your father's thumb for at least a long time. It really says a lot about how big of a heart OP has, that somebody that treats them so negatively so much of the time still makes it so hard for them to leave because they don't want them to cry. Although I do question how much of that is just from conditioning from the father. You know, obey me, don't make me angry, don't cross me. Our next story is, entitled Stepdad, who I went no contact with almost two years ago, showed up to my doorstep, demanding I let him in my home and let him see my daughter. I, 22-year-old female, went no contact with my stepdad in April of 2022 when I found out I was pregnant. I moved in with my husband after I found out. I haven't seen my stepdad in almost two years. I went no contact with my stepdad because he was mentally, emotionally, and physically abusive to me my whole life. He essayed me from the ages of 13 to 15 years old. I cut my mother off and went no contact about two months ago before I had my party for Halloween, which went good by the way. I went no contact because she would pitch a fit every time her husband wasn't invited to something. She kept disrespecting my home and my boundaries. She kept trying to force me to have my abuser in my life. Yesterday morning at around 8.30 AM, he showed up to my door. I heard a knock and looked at my ring doorbell camera. It was my abusive stepdad he shouted open up it's me we need to talk keep in mind he has tried to contact me through fake social media accounts and blocked numbers my ring doorbell has a feature where you can talk through it i talked through my ring doorbell i told him i don't want to talk to you go away or i'm calling the police he said i'm not leaving until i see my granddaughter i immediately went into the other room and called the police He was beating on my door, he was kicking my door, he was yelling obscenities towards me. My ring doorbell camera recorded everything. The police showed up 10 minutes later. He was still there yelling and banging on the door. One police officer came inside to speak to me. The other officer moved him into the parking lot away from my door. I told the officer what was going on and he went back outside to talk to him. He called the officer a piece of crap. I heard him yelling so loud the whole building could hear him. He threatened to beat up the officer and refused to leave. He was out in handcuffs and arrested. One officer told me how I can get a protective order. Many of my mother's friends, his friends, and people from our family were angry with me for calling the police and spreading lies about me on Facebook. I'm so glad I went no contact. I think this really highlights why it's so important in these days to try to get some kind of security camera if not doorbell cam, it's so useful to be able to even just have a remote conversation, you don't even have to be at the door, you can go and bunker down in some slightly safer space and have that conversation and if you need call the cops. Our next story is, plan on leaving long term by fleeing the country, any advice slash tips would be really appreciated. So here it goes. I'm 20-year-old male from Europe, and let me start off by saying I actually really love my parents because they will always be my parents. But I can't live the life they want me to live. My parents are controlling about every little thing in my life. They have my entire life planned out and want me to live it like they want me to. Let me start off with the controlling bit. This is mostly my mother. If I come home 5 minutes later than normal, she starts calling me non-stop and screaming at me at home saying, that i should have told her i would be late my mom also does those weird power moves and i have no idea why for example a few days ago my mom told me she was going to throw some clothes away and asked me if i had some to throw away i told her no and explicitly told her not to throw away a certain hoodie since it has sentimental value to me guess what i come home the next day and she's thrown out that hoodie i got mad and she just brushed it off and to be honest it seems like she likes me getting mad I have no idea why she does things like that, and it drives me crazy. Now, onto the bigger thing. My parents based everything around their culture. I was born and raised here, but my parents hang pretty strongly onto their Persian ancestry. They already have my entire life planned out, and want me to live it exactly how they want it. They want me to stay with them forever. Like, actually forever. Two years ago, when I was 18, the housing crisis blew up here. I made a joke to my mom saying, How am I ever going to get my own place? And she got extremely mad and screamed at me saying I'm never going to move out and she would never allow it. They want my life to be this. Finish my bachelor, get into an arranged marriage with a girl they choose from their home country, use the poor girl that came seeking a better life in the West as a personal maid, have me live in my childhood room forever. You know the crazy thing? They actually made moves to make sure it's going to happen. Two years ago I renovated my room. They bought a very expensive, 3,000 plus euros, king-sized bed for me. I never did ask for a new bed, but they told me I should have one for when my future wife moves in. Another thing, we renovated the upper portion of the house this year. My and my sister's rooms are here, while my parents' room is downstairs. We have two separate toilets in the house, and have a separate washing room, so shower and bath, but no toilet. The washing room is here on the top floor, and the toilets are on the bottom one. While renovating, they decided to put a toilet into the washing room upstairs. I asked them why, since we already have two toilets and would rather not have a crapper next to the shower. They non-BS told me to my freaking face it's for when my future wife gets kids. Those kids then don't have to go downstairs to use the toilet. Is it just me or is that bad crap insanity? They're also a bit racist. I once told them I liked a girl from a different race and they lost it. Telling me they would never allow me to marry someone from a different race and would basically disown me if I do. I don't date anymore because I would want no girl to go through this crap with my parents. I'll start again when I'm free. This can't be and won't be my life. The thing is, I know if I stay here, I'm gonna get forced or guilt tripped into it. I know because my dad is the youngest of 5 brothers and I have over 10 nephews ranging from 20 to 45. Guess what? All of them still live with their parents. All of them got an arranged marriage, and all of them are living the life their parents forced upon them. So what is my plan? I intend to slowly leave the country, but to not make it obvious, and I think half of the work is already done for me. See, my dream was always to study abroad. I kind of gave up on it because I was positive my parents would never allow me to. But guess what? My sister, who is 3 years older, also shares the same dream and is going to fulfill it next year. She is currently finishing her Bachelor and intends to do her Master in Korea. Obviously, my parents don't agree to it, but she has a zero-freaks-given mentality. She said she was going to do it with or without their permission, and now they just have to deal with it. My plan is to do the same thing, but, unlike my sister, use it as a way to get settled somewhere else. I'm also doing my Bachelor and i am going to be done in the summer of 2025, hopefully. I'm doing a pretty tough STEM field bachelor, so I don't think it's going to be too tough to get accepted into a foreign university. I don't really have a place I need to go to, but North America, East Asia, and Oceania all seem like fine options. In a perfect world, I would get a scholarship, but I'm going to start saving right now to make sure I can still forcefully pay my way through. My country also lends out loans for you if you want to study abroad, so that is an option. I quite like my hometown and I would miss it here, but that's mostly because of my friends who also plan to leave pretty soon. My best friend already left a year and a half ago and is currently studying in Istanbul, Turkey. I miss him a lot but I know he's happy there and he gave me the motivation to do the same as him. I'm not here to only rant, still a bit though, but I'm also here to ask for any advice or tips you guys can give me with regard to anything that may help me on my path. If someone else also went through something similar with their parents, I would love to hear their story or perspective. I would really appreciate it. You know, I think I read an alarming amount of stories from people in these areas of the world where the culture, they just expect you to stay home and be a part of this family life. And for better or worse, if you want to be your own person, you are an utter traitor to the whole family, to your culture, to your ancestry. It's devastating, but personally, I can't fault anybody for wanting to live life the way they want to live life. And personally, I don't really buy into the whole traitor or letting down anybody. You only get one go around, and I cannot fault you for not wanting to spend it under your parents' thumb. Our next story is my entitled mother-in-law. My ex-mother-in-law was entitled in a whole other level. She had that weird habit trying to control her children in everything. There are so many weird stories about her, so here is one. Me and my wife decided to buy a house, but my mother-in-law wanted to involve herself in this badly. Mother-in-law demanded that she'll write ownership papers for our house for us. Since she has a history of doing shady crap, we declined. My wife was scared that her mother would write some kind of ownership to herself. Her mother had nothing to do with buying that house, no money invested or anything. She was upset we were moving far away from their house. We used to live on the next street from them which caused lots of trouble but those are tales for another day so we wrote ownership contracts for the bank and i called there when i asked when i can deliver the papers to the bank the woman on the other end sound confused informing me they already got our papers and are processing them as we speak i told her that was impossible because i just finished writing those papers she told me my mother-in-law brought the papers to the bank the day before. My heart skipped a beat, and I demanded them to stop processing them right now. I told my wife, and she went red from anger. My next question was, how in the heck did your bank let someone with a different name, since my wife took my name in marriage, write our ownership contract? That is a piece of paper which allows you to determine who owns that house. Bank worker was in shock when she realized what kind of mistake they had done. In the end, everything worked out. They fixed their freak up and we got our house. And my mother-in-law never admitted she did anything wrong. We were just ungrateful in her opinion. This is crazy and I'm glad the bank fixed their mistake. I'm really glad they made the, well, sorry, it's already in the processing pipeline. We can't do anything about it kind of excuse. I mean, that is a big mistake. That is immediately lawsuit worthy if they didn't try to hustle on correcting that. Our next story is, my soon divorced dad feels entitled to hearing about me through mom. I'm in my early 20s and my parents are getting divorced, I live in a city about 2 hours driving from them, and I see them every couple months. My dad never really called me when I moved away for school, we maybe talked every 1-2 to weeks and sometimes would text. When we do or did talk, it was about his life, never really any interest in mine. Now that my parents are divorcing, he hears even less about my life because he doesn't hear it through my mom anymore, who I'm much closer with. He answers the call with things like, ''Hey stranger'' or ''Haven't heard from you in a while'' and it really annoys me. I told him I was making an impromptu visit home this upcoming weekend and he said, ''Well, your mother didn't tell me that. When we do talk, he doesn't care about my life and just wants to talk about his own.'' For some reason, he still feels entitled to knowing about my life through my mom instead of making a genuine connection with me. I don't know if this is just part of his nature. I mean, he could have been somebody that was brought up without having that kind of parental love or connection. And maybe they find it hard to reach out. I don't know. You would just think that as your parent, if they truly cared enough, they would be able to overcome that and try to reach out and have a relationship rather than almost try to guilt trip you for not doing all the work. Our next story is, my father tried ending me. So, from my understanding, I believe it began when I was 16, as that's when I had a lot of major symptoms and changes in my body, such as my hair slowly becoming destroyed and looking really gross and damaged no matter what I did to help it or treat it. It just looked awful. And I got a lot of physical symptoms, like eye tearing. Only out of one eye would weirdly excessively cry. Physical sickness throughout the days and bouts of nausea often, burning sensations in and on my skin, sometimes all over my body, extreme anxiety out of nowhere, episodes of confusion where I would forget how a simple thing like a cup works and completely just lost my mind, strange pains in my breathing and throat and eyes that felt like nothing I'd ever felt before, almost like icy pains. Frequent night vomiting, extreme weakness, constant visits to doctors and they couldn't come up with what it was, constant changes in GP and none of them figured out my issues. I started buying online test kits for cyanide when my father would act strange around food or coffee I left alone with him and would come back to. And it seems so that yes, he was putting cyanide in what I drank and ate, and even in my lotions and shampoos too. I had slowly been poisoned for years with cyanide. I don't know how I didn't freaking die, but I survived, and it became so obvious it was poisons, but it took me a while to figure out which poison it was. I just knew he was poisoning me. He of course blames me for why he has to do this, but to me this is the same man that says in his own words that he condones S.A., talks excessively about his hate for women and thinks women are subordinate to men. He made jokes about me bending over for him when i was a teenager joked around with my brother about wanting to murder women and allowed my brother to physically hurt me and essay me multiple times when i was little and he knew about it and admitted he knew about it to me and didn't care i was told to get over the abuse this same man has raised his hand on me when i was a kid threatened to end me before multiple times and victim blamed me when i got into an abusive relationship freak him Hope he rots. I mean, it's definitely not OP's responsibility to share. But I'm just left wondering why this guy isn't locked up behind miles of concrete. Because you know for sure if somebody like that ended up in a prison and the other inmates knew what they had done to get in there, they wouldn't be having a very easy time. Our next story is, parents don't like my boyfriend. Well I debated posting about this for a long time, but here we are. My parents are in their 50s and have expressed dislike for my boyfriend by having long conversations with me, saying that I should listen to their wisdom and by making little side comments and by not treating him like my sister-in-law is treated. For background, my boyfriend, 21-year-old male, and me, 22-year-old female, have been together for over three years. I really think he is the one for me. I go to college, about to graduate in a few weeks, yay but he does not go to school and has no intention to. He is the hardest worker I know. He had his own business in high school which sold for thousands of dollars. He bought his first truck, sold it, and currently owns a newer, nice truck. He bought the house across the street from my parents' house at 19 years old and is renovating it out of pocket. He has a great job that's steady with a plumbing company, has lots of connections in the community, gets amazing feedback from the contractors he works for about his attitude and work ethic, His parents are so supportive of him and our relationship. He's also really great with finances and understands how to save money and when to spend it. My dad didn't go to college and my family struggled financially because of it. My mom was a teacher so she never made much money either. My parents also have a thing about being classy. They think my boyfriend isn't classy because he works a blue-collar job and he likes to hunt and fish. They always preach to me about how I should find an educated man that will provide for me as if my boyfriend hasn't already proved that he will. Because of this, he feels unwelcome in my home, which I understand. So now this has become a THING between him and my parents. I understand that he is immature. Of course he is, he's 21. Our relationship is great besides this thing with my parents. We don't argue about anything really besides my parents and spending time with them. He treats me like a queen, loves me more than I ever thought anybody ever would. Since I'm graduating soon and we've been talking about marriage more, I'm nervous that this thing with my parents will never go away and will affect how much time our future kids would spend with each set of grandparents. Obviously my boyfriend wants to spend holidays at his family's house because they're nice and comfortable. This whole situation puts me in a tough spot because I feel like the most important people in my life are tugging at my arms in opposite directions. It gives me a lot of anxiety and keeps me up at night. Also, for background, I'm moving back in with my parents after I graduate and he still lives with his parents while he renovates his house. So our families live in the same town. What's the best advice y'all have? I guess my question is, it almost sounded like OP was saying that he has the issue with what the parents have said. My question is, is it really both sides perpetuating this? Is it just the boyfriend kind of making it an issue and sticking on that? I would say if your parents can't get past it, I understand him not wanting to spend much time around them. And if he really treats you like a queen, then they would value that you don't want him to fight with your parents anymore and for him to kill them with kindness when they do have to interact. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right.